0: When I move out one day, my mom will be very sad. I feel my mom's love in my heart, like it's right here. I, I'm feeling it right now. Sometimes I love, sometimes
1: I don't. But when I'm angry, I don't. My mom is everything to me. She just is this ray of energy and sunlight and positivity. The thing that I wish I could have done more of is thanking her.
0: Those are thoughts about mothers. On this video that I found, it's the sweetest. It was created by the Echo Storytelling Agency. And this is Stacy Julian with episode 67 of Exactly Enough Time. think from its title, this is a podcast about productivity and while I love to rock a day and get stuff done, exactly enough time is much more about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have and making the most of it. It's about choosing to be playful and living with intention, curiosity, and connection. It's about owning what you love and bringing more of whatever that is into your life. In this podcast, I tell stories and I interview interesting and inspiring people like Aaron Trimble. Stay tuned. I literally just made out my Mother's Day card and had my son put it in the mailbox. One of the things I wrote inside is, the older I get, the smarter you become. (laughs) Even now, as my children are becoming adults, I lean heavily on my mother's example and her wisdom. Now, I would never presume to understand the experience you've had with your mother. Or, if you are a mother, the circumstances and thoughts and feelings that you experience on a day to day basis. But if I had to, I would guess that you are a lot like me. In that, most of the time, your family and specifically your children are a source of great satisfaction and joy. But if I am totally honest, being a mother, is the most difficult, challenging, emotionally taxing, and exhausting thing I have ever done. There are moments when I know I am doing a good job. And then there are the other moments (laughs) when, if I'm not of sound mind, I'll just let you fill in the blank. But truly, if you are like me, and I dare say the rest of us, Sometimes you feel like you're not on your mom game. Yeah? I think you'll really enjoy my interview today. Erin Trimble is my guest. She is someone I admire greatly and someone with whom I want to talk motherhood. Hey, okay, so I am super excited today. I get to sit down um, and have a virtual conversation with my friend Erin Trimble. Now, my friend Erin, I know her. I love her. I very rarely get to see her, and I almost never talk to her. (laughs) So, Erin, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thank you for being on my podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. So... I'm going to tell my version of the story of how we met and I'm going to need your help because I'm older than you for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm certain I'm not going to remember it correctly. The thing that I remember most is that you, and honestly, I don't remember maybe how we originally met, but you were an editor at Big Picture Classes in the early days. Yep. And I emphasize early because they were difficult <laughs> difficult early days trying to figure out what this even looked like and you know how we were going to get all these busy moms to work together and i remember you working late into the evening yes and i remember us piling on the work honestly that's what i <laughs> that, that's what i remember
1: that's when i do my best work is late at night so it was all good that that's remarkable is that still true it's still true yeah <laughs> wow so you are a night owl and a morning bird, or whatever, early you're, bird. You're both? Yeah. Can you be
0: both in the same 24-hour period? I have to be, yeah. <laughs> you have to be sometimes. Oh, my goodness. So tell me a little bit about your editing background. What What is your actual, um, you know, what, what did you get a degree in? I have a degree
1: in secondary education, and okay. I taught high school English, and then I went on to get my master's degree in education, and... English and I taught at the community college for a couple of years. And then after that, I worked with the designing with series, did a lot of their books. That's right. Yep. Yes. Okay. Did the technical writing for a number of their books, did a couple
0: handful of quote books if you remember those quote yes, unquote, I, re- I love, I still have those quotes. I love those quotes. Yes. Yeah. This was all back. This was pre-internet guys. So if you wanted to find a quote to put on your scrapbook page, right. Yep. You, then you guys, and who was that also the designing? It who was. was the publisher. Yeah. It was and they autumn put together, and they were autumn leaves and they were beautiful quote books. I mean, they looked beautiful. And then the quotes were actually really, really good. And so you probably curated those I'm guessing. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. that's Thank you. That's the missing link in my Erin story. Oh, okay. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Erin, you're here today because um, this is the time of year when most people at least dedicate some of their thoughts to their mothers because Mother's Day is right around the corner and that creates a variety of different feelings for people. But when I thought about Mother's Day, I thought I really want to sit down and talk to Erin because of what you have been doing for the last, gosh, two or three or maybe even more years. I think it was 2016. I went and looked. So it's been at least four years. Yeah. See, four years you have been, and I'm going to use that word curating again, but clearly you're good at it. You have been curating content on an Instagram account that is called Motherhood Magnified. Right. And I really like it. I oh, really thank like you. It. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So before we talk more about that, tell me just about you, where you live. Tell me a little bit about your family and the fact that you are a mother. Yep. Give us those details.
1: Okay. I'm a native of Arizona. Grew up in Arizona. Ah. Still live there. I'm married to Brian and we are going to celebrate our 20th anniversary this summer. Just crazy. Awesome. We have seven yeah. kids. The oh, oldest- wow. Yeah, (laughs) the oldest is eighteen, and she's graduating from high school
0: this Um, this year. Whatever you want to call that, kind of. I actually just saw her senior pictures that you posted, and she is beautiful. Thank you. If I remember right, I think I messaged you and said I have a couple sons. Yeah, you know
1: that might be right in
0: this (laughs) this age range. Yep.
1: Okay, so your oldest is eighteen. Sorry. Yep. And then we go down from there. We have five girls, and then the last two are boys. Our youngest is. He turns five actually on Saturday.
0: Oh my goodness. So that's the, that's a spread. Yes. I, I too have a spread, but I don't have a spread that big. So you have been mothering for 18 years. 18 years. years yep. <laughs> so now tell me a little bit now about this account that I love and that you create, you created and you mm-hmm. continue to create. What, what does it even mean? What does the word, why did you name it motherhood magnified? Where did you get the idea? Um, I mean, I, like I
1: remember brainstorming. Well, the history, I guess, was I wish I could say that I started the account because I was on top of my mom game. I felt like I had it all together, but that was <laughs> pretty much the opposite. Um, mm-hmm. I had, you know, so back, back up four years, I had a 14 year old all the way down to um, pretty much a newborn. And so yeah. they were all in different stages and each with their own thing, you know, the hard parts of with a newborn, a hard parts with a four-year-old and a teenager. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they all, I felt like we're going through something. And so when you have seven of them, especially it becomes really, <laughs> really hard, really frustrating, really discouraging. Yeah. And it's still hard, but instead of, you know, giving up, which there's some days where I, that's what you want to do. Right. I, I would just kind of deal with my struggles with my kids by reading articles and books about parenting and also about the importance of our role as moms. So as I was reading, yeah. I would come across quotes and different ideas that would help me. And so I thought, well, if they're helping me, hopefully, maybe they'll mm-hmm. help, help someone else. So then I thought mm-hmm. maybe I could start this Instagram account where I share the different quotes and things that I come across that help me. Maybe I can help a few more moms mm-hmm. if they're struggling With things related Mm -hmm. to motherhood. So, about the name, I remember brainstorming, you know, should I call it mom school or mom 101? But I just kind of felt like we're trying to all magnify our role as moms and we do different things to do that. So, I just thought motherhood magnified kind of fit. And I like to say that we focus on things that are truly important to moms.
0: I love it. No. I love the way. I just think it rolls off my tongue. Motherhood magnified. And it <laughs> sounds smart uh-huh. and it sounds sincere. You know what I mean? It's not kitschy. It just yeah. sounds like some, well, and your the content that you have created and provided really does, in my mind, it, it magnifies motherhood. Right. I, it really does. And I love it so much. I'm curious What, I mean, you've kind of said what you wanted to do with the account when you started. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now looking back almost four years, do you feel like you have accomplished what you set out to do?
1: I do. I share a lot of quotes. You know, sometimes I'll put a quote in and then a few weeks later, months later, those words will come back to me. You know, if I'm going through something, those words come to mind and help me through it. I also share ideas, kind of like mom hacks, I guess you could say. You know, uh-huh. birthday party ideas, things to help make chores easier, but mostly I just share
0: words. You know, well, it's funny. Just the other day, I mean, for me, a number of different times I have been scrolling, and sometimes you scroll fast, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. don't really read. But m- on multiple occasions, I have come across motherhood multiple Motherhood magnified, motherhood multiplied. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> <laughs> there are days. Um, but I've come across your account and I have read exactly what I felt what I needed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? What I whether I knew I needed it or not. And and just like you say, then for a couple of days it stays with me. Yeah. And I it, it maybe it's not even a week ago when I probably said three times out loud, somebody just tell me what to fix for dinner. <laughs> right? Because there's all these people home. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't just tell me what it is. I don't care. I'll fix whatever it is. And I I was it. it. I don't want to think about it. Right. Yeah. And I was scrolling and you had interviewed a mom and she shared this recipe for chicken pot pie. And it was something that I used to make a lot. Her, her recipe, I think I didn't have all the ingredients that she told me I needed, but, um, but I made it, but her recipe was better than the one I used to use. But it was like, it brought me back to an earlier time when that was one of my go-to, you know, dinner. Yeah. so oh, that's fun. Anyway, it was just it was super fun. I loved it.
1: Yeah, so like you said, I I do interview moms. That's another thing that I do, One, and that's my that's my favorite feature.
0: I'm I'm not gonna lie. And okay, tell me what it's
1: called. Could you call it? I call it Mom Monday. So every Monday, Monday, I focus on a different mom, and I just share her answers to a few simple questions to yeah. kind of give other moms different ideas, and just to kind of let everyone know that we're kind of all in the trenches together, and we. I'll have struggles mm-hmm. and highs and lows, and it's just been fun to get ideas from those
0: moms. Well, and I think you are very attuned, like you already said, to the power of words. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of, I have two people that I think of when when I think of asking the right questions, okay? It's you, honestly, and probably because I've been following you for the last several several years. Uh-huh. And then my good friend Angie Lucas, who I worked with at Simple Scrapbooks Magazine. Oh, okay, you guys right. are both so good at questions, and to me, questions are everything. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like they're they're the beginning of a story. They are the beginning of inspiration, or even personal revelation. You know what I mean? You right. ask the right question, and you open yourself up for the answer that you yeah, need. Absolutely. Tell me what your questions are. Let's just share those questions with listeners.
1: Okay. So other than the name and where you can find them on Instagram, I share how many kids they have and their ages. And then I always start with them filling in the blank. I magnify my role as mom the most when, and then they share. Yeah. And then just things like best mom advice, what their favorite product is, yeah. a favorite, a favorite tradition, and then a favorite meal easy meal that they like to make. And then yeah. I also ask them if they have a book they'd like to recommend, favorite podcast. And then one that I added recently was a favorite quote. And they've pretty much, pretty much stayed the same over the years. They kind changed. of the same. I wondered about that. Yeah. I wonder if
0: you'd tweet them, but to me,
1: they seem the same, but I yeah. haven't kept track. I've added a couple within the last year, but they haven't changed significantly. I feel like I yeah. allow them, I put more in The interview. I used to just keep it with what would fit in the little caption part, but now I'm spilling over into the comments because I feel like they have so many good things to
0: share. I don't want to cut that short. No, I love that part actually. I'm like, oh, it's a good wordy one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm good. Okay. So from kind of a big picture perspective, because I want to drill down and get some specifics later, but from, you know, overarching, what do you think you've learned the most from interviewing all of these moms?
1: I've learned that the majority of the moms or majority of moms worry about their kids Uh and we all have struggles. And Mm -hmm. I think something that stands out is more moms want to be more present with their kids. Like they really want to, they want to work on that. And most of them feel like they magnify their role as mom the most when they put down and put away distractions and focus on their kids. Mm -hmm. So putting the phone down, closing the computer, you know, just looking Mm -hmm. in their kids' eyes and really listening. That's how they
0: feel. They magnify their Mm -hmm. role the most. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting. I remember just hearing you say that all of a sudden my brain opened up this. I like to say that our brains are like addicts and there's boxes where Uh all the babies are tucked away. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So as we're talking, my brain is opening this box. And I remember this conversation I had with my mom when I had um, probably just two little boys at the time. But they were at the ages where you feel like they need you all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and I was calling her. My husband was a medical resident. He was not home. Like truly every third or fourth day, we, I would actually drive my children to the hospital. Oh, wow. We would go into the hospital cafeteria and I would call him and I'd say, we are downstairs. If you can come see us, you know, because <laughs> my little boys would say, where's dad? Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Cause I put them to bed and you know, they would completely miss him when he did come home. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's just as I know. But I remember having a conversation with my mom. I'm sure that I was frustrated. I was kind of at my wit's end. And she said something that has always stuck with me. She said, Stacy, get down on their level mm-hmm. and look into their eyes. Get down on your knees and talk to them. She said, children need attention. They don't need it all day long. They need quality, you know what I mean? Attention yeah. in small chunks. Right. She said 10, 15 minutes. And it was so interesting because I think... In my mind, I, I was with them all the time and I was meeting their needs, but they were just constantly there. And when I started doing that, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, because you think I'm with them, but you're above them. Does yeah, that make sense? Anyway, oh, yeah, totally. I started doing that. I swear to you, it was a game changer. Oh, I, love really I love that. I love that. You know, whether you read one book, whether you play with cars or whatever yeah. it is for five minutes, but you're with them on their level and then you can stand up and you can do this other stuff that you need to do. Right. So yeah, anyway, I love that. Didn't mean to let go there, but you totally reminded me of <laughs> that. So, so true. <laughs> okay. So tell me some other things you've learned through your interviews, maybe, maybe some specifics. I don't know if you have a favorite interview or if there's been just some answers that have stuck out to you over time.
1: Yeah. One recently I, it probably stuck out cause I'm not good at it. So I'm trying to be better, but <laughs> she just says how, um, oh, she says that she tries hard to be a yes mom. Oh, and yes. so She tries to change her wording to make her say yes. So even if it's not necessarily something she wants her kids to do, she tries to word it in a way that sounds like she's letting them. So, you know, I want to go to my friend's house instead of just saying no. She'll say, oh, yes, that's a great idea after you clean your room or after your homework is done. So I like that because I tend to be like, well, no, you haven't done your chores. The way she words it makes it a little bit, a
0: little more gentle. I love that. Yeah. Because that, and I think half the time they just want to have their ideas acknowledged, right? They're yeah. individual people, they have opinions. Yep. And so when they come to you and say something like, Isn't it a great idea if my friends and I go out at 11 o'clock at night and learn to do <laughs> X, Y, and Z? Right. And you're oh, like, No. <laughs> um, yes, it's really fun to yeah. <laughs> be yes. independent and be with your friends. <laughs> you know. But yeah. have you considered this? Yeah. yeah. And then another um, mom then-
1: kind of going along with those same things is when we do say yes, you know, as much as we can, when we do say no, it carries more weight than if we're always saying no, you know, oh, it's just another time mom saying no, instead of, oh, wow, she said no this time, you know, I better, I better listen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, actually, I do. I remember having an earlier conversation with my husband, again, when the kids were little and saying, Mm -hmm. deciding we would try very hard to say yes. And then when we said no, exactly what you just said, when we said no, they would know that we Mm -hmm. really had thought about it. You know what I mean? So right. I'm yeah. a big negotiator. I will totally. And I totally learned that from my mom. So I teach my kids negotiate. If you want something, negotiate. What, what do you yeah. you know? Yeah. Or can you give me an exchange or. Yeah. So let's kind of work it out because I think that's a skill that they need. As right. they You know, adult. so. Yeah. And I just like hearing
1: mom's products that they share, you know, if they have a. Yeah. Favorite
0: soap or whatever. It's just fun to go try yeah. new things. No, I totally think that's true because so much of what we do can be repetitive and, and mundane. And so sometimes just getting a new, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right now I'm into Mrs. <laughs> Myers, I call it Scorty. Um, but it's oh. just the spray bottle that you spray your that you wipe your counters off with. Which okay, I wipe my counters seventy three times a day, so yes. it's really nice that my squirty smells good. So yeah, you know. it's it's funny you say that
1: because I have a mom Monday coming up, and her favorite product is the Mrs. Meyers mint. See, it is. Flavor. It's so, so yeah, I'm excited for
0: that scent. And just note this, listeners: mint is awesome. So is Iowa pine, which only okay, comes I love out that in, one. around Christmas, right? A and windfall. then there's a pumpkin. Yep she has like awesome seasonal. So yeah. there you go.
1: So good. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Okay. I'm going to watch for that <laughs> mom Monday. I'm going to be like, yeah, yep. that's me. Mrs. Yep. Fan. <laughs> oh, fan. That's so fun. That's so fun. Okay. So I'm curious, what have you now specifically you as a mom, mm-hmm. are there, I, there has to be times when you're like, Oh, I got to come up with a quote or I got to come up with content for, for, or I got to find a new mom to interview. Yeah. Um, how do you keep going with this? Why are you still doing this? I'm like, what is my question? My question is, why are you still doing this after all these years?
1: I'm still doing it because I'm still reading articles and trying to, <laughs> I'm still a mom. <laughs> Cause it's still hard to be a mom. And so yeah. I'm constantly, you know, reading things and hearing talks. And I just think, oh, that's such a good quote or, you know, and I have, Lots of friends that I can still interview for Mom Monday, and a lot of quote unquote more famous people that I would love to be able to, to interview. To. Yeah, if they have yeah. the time of day. But you know, I've done yeah. a few. I um, interviewed Mel from Mel's Kitchen Cafe. Are you familiar oh, yeah. with her? Uh, yeah, and the Lizzie from the Food Nanny. Seems all my famous quote unquote ones are food people. That tells you what I, I like to do. Well,
0: there's, there's some overlap there, right? Mothers yes. providing food. Absolutely. That's, you know who I think is a really cute mom who's very, very famous, but I think she would respond. And, yeah. and I actually, I started following her at the recommendation of another mom. It's a Jennifer Garner. Oh yes, I'm telling her she's darling. She is darling, right? And she loves her kids, and she's so real. I'm like, okay, Erin, reach out to Jennifer Garner. I'll try. Tell her Stacy wants you (laughs) wants her to interview, be interviewed. (laughs) That's if she'll read DMs.
1: I don't know if she'll. Yeah, probably gets a million DMs. So a
0: million DMs, but she (laughs) might pick yours. You never know. Maybe that's awesome. Right, that's awesome. So you keep mentioning quotes. I'm curious Mm -hmm. if you have a quote that you would share with us. Maybe one that's I don't know one of your favorites or a recent one that you've?
1: Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll share one that kind of has been on the front of my mind lately with kids home and doing homeschool yes. and all that.
0: You know, yes. sometimes
1: I think I just want to be alone. I just want some alone yes. time, which we, we don't have, you know, the kids think we right. stay up late and, you know, right. still... nobody
0: understands right now, Erin, nobody yeah. understands what uh, you're I talking know. about. <laughs> They're all like, yes, they're on a walk. Well, I escaped.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. So there's a quote that I came across a year or two ago. And so it just kind of goes over in my mind. It's, it's a little long, but I'll read it. It's um, okay. an anonymous quote, but it's really great. It says, when you are exasperated by interruptions, try to remember that their very frequency may indicate the value of your life. Only people who are full of help and strength are burdened by other person's needs the interruptions which we chafe at are the credentials of our indi- indispensability the greatest condemnation that anybody could incur and it is a danger to guard against is to be so independent so unhelpful that nobody ever interrupts us and we are left comfortably alone
0: wow yes
1: yeah, that's, that's a wow quote
0: <laughs> yeah it that really is and you don't know who wrote it because it said anonymous yeah. huh yeah it's- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in the show notes for sure, just so that okay. people, maybe I'll even put it on a PDF or something so that they can print it because that's amazing. Yeah. Well, read that line again. The credentials, it's kind of like the credentials of your indispensableness. Yeah. <laughs> did it it say? says, the interruptions, which we chafe at are the credentials of our indispensability. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think we do need to remember that. And especially in a time when we're sheltering and, you know, right. we do have a lot of people around us and a lot of interruptions. And right. it's interesting. People keep asking me how I'm doing. I'm sure that's true. Everyone's asking everyone, how are you doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the my life didn't change. I mean, I already worked from home and I was already homeschooling my daughter this year. And so there's all of those things that I'm doing that I was doing. But now mm-hmm. I'm doing them with lots of other people on top, layered on top, and interruptions, which I'm all glad for. I know we are, right? Yeah. On like, yeah. <laughs> on paper, we're super glad that this is happening. For but sure. But then there's the reality; it. it can feel really he- um, heavy. So yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I love that. That's. I'm gonna. I'm going to print that quote. I'm gonna make that printable. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. that runs through my mind when you know, mom, mom. <laughs> I yes, hear that right? all day long. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. My little Trey, he's not little anymore. He's 20. I know. I can't believe that. He's going to be 22, but he used to see it. Yeah. He used to see mom, 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 (laughs) mom, mom, just like that. It's like a broken record. (laughs) Yep, yep. So that's so crazy. Okay. So now thinking about Mother's Day, I have two questions. Give me, give me your advice for Mother's Day, because I know some struggle and I think primarily because of expectations or feelings of inadequacy. Some love Mother's Day. Um, you know how do you feel about it, and how are you going to celebrate this year for you? That's like fourteen questions in a row. I think whatever you want to answer. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I think it, it is hard because if, like you said, we have expectations for what it should look like, and when you wake up and your kids are already arguing or making a mess of the house, you're kind of like, wow, right. oh, wow, thanks guys, <laughs> this is fun. Can <laughs> like I have a, to me? Can I have at yeah. least one day? But I think. We should remember that no matter the situation we find ourselves in, we should find joy in celebrating womanhood and motherhood because
0: yeah.
1: we're all mothers. I love the talk that Sherry Dew gave that's called, Are We Not All Mothers? and how yeah. she talks about motherhood is more than bearing children. It's the essence yeah. of who we are as women. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Mother's Day hard, is hard if you don't have kids, and it's hard if you mm-hmm. have kids. Right. So I think if we make it a day to celebrate, our own moms, first of all, and then just to celebrate womanhood in general mm-hmm. and then lower your expectations.
0: That is straight up the secret to life right there. Lower yeah. your expectations and stop comparing. Yes. Yeah. I've yeah. actually read that a number of times in the interviews that you've conducted. And I love just that idea, right? That, that you, I think we all come, and we have to come to it again and again, but we come to this realization that it's not doing me any good yeah. to compare. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I love... Um, so first of all and I okay I want to say one more thing before I forget so if you, there, there will be listeners who don't know who Sherry Dew is we both knew her because she um she has held um kind of an, an office I guess in yeah. our church she's been a general officer for a women's organization mm-hmm. and she's been she's an author of many books yeah but what's interesting about Sherry is that she is not married and has not given birth to her own children right she's a fantastic but she has said some of the most wisest things about motherhood. So I'm for sure. I want to find a quote from her and put that in the show notes as well.
1: Okay. I um, definitely shared lots of her quotes. Cause I, they're very
0: yeah. powerful. They are. And it's so, so I think we forget that. And I love how you said that, that just being a woman really comes, it comes with some innate and intuitive gifts of motherhood, whether or not you have children regardless yes. of how many you have, regardless of how those children came to you. Those are the right. things that, that sometimes we get hung up on, which are not important in my right. opinion. So yep. I love that you said, let's honor our own mothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes instead of let's, let's broaden that lens instead of being worried about, you know, our inadequacies and yes. our, you know, homes and, and how good the breakfast didn't taste, or if we got a breakfast or, you know, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> you know, focus on your own. Home. So let's end there. I, I want to hear from you. What's something you love about your mother and something that maybe, what's something that you do because your mother did it curious. Um, something that comes to mind is that she's
1: always willing to serve and make other people happy, not to be a people pleaser, but, you know, she knows somebody needs something, she'll go out of her way Mm -hmm. to make it happen. And I feel like I've kind of taken that quality and try to incorporate that into my life.
0: I love it. Kind of a genuine concern for others or something or a willingness to
1: yeah, even if it's just in passing, you kind of mentioned, oh, that, that sounds really good. You know, the next day, she shows up on your porch, and she's got it for you. Oh,
0: <laughs> you know, really? Uh, a little treat,
1: or, you know, whatever it might be yeah. here. And she does that yeah. for my kids, too. So that's really, really neat. And they
0: love that about their grandma. So super thoughtful. I think, you know, I had to write an essay, actually, a couple of years ago about my mom um, for a company called story worth. Um, Mm -hmm. but anyway, it was interesting as I was putting that together in and it was ahead of mother's day. I really realized how much I'm like my mom and really most of my life I've, I've probably identified more with my dad, but as I was writing this essay about my mom, I was like, Holy cow. Like I, I watched my mom. She was a fantastic mother, very lots of fun traditions. Mm -hmm. Um, just, you know, meal time was super important. I mean, I just look at the things that she did, but she also always had interests that she was pursuing. She's an avid reader and she is a maker long before makers yeah. were cool, um, you know, <laughs> DIY to the max, Yeah. but I just watched her balance. I think what I'm trying to say is she really was a phenomenal example of balance so that she could pursue interests and develop talents. And still, um, and still, be a really fantastic mom. So, wow, a great. Here's to you, mom. In case she's <laughs> listening, I don't know if she knows how to listen to my podcast, but I will help her listen this week. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but I love her. That's so, sweet. is there anything else you want to add about motherhood magnified, about being a mom yourself, about your mom? Like you said, we just need to make sure we don't
1: compare ourselves to other moms. Mm-hmm. I I catch myself saying to my husband pretty often, especially lately, all these other moms do this. And he's like, why do you say all these other moms? That's not what's important. And you know, there was a quote that I posted a while back and it said, God made you the mother of your children because he needs you to do you things with them. He doesn't need the neighbor mom doing stuff with your kids. He needs you. And so I think, I think I have to remember that. I was put in this position and have these kids for a reason and I just need to be comfortable in that and know that what other moms do, I can get ideas from them, but we can put our own spin on it or not do them at
0: all because it's not what our kids need. Erin, I can't think of a more empowering way to wrap this up because I think that's the you know that dir- that direct link I feel that I sometimes certainly not all the time you know what I mean yeah but if there's someone who cares about my children more than I do it is God right yeah <laughs> Heavenly Father and He has placed my children in my home for very specific reasons so right. I love that and and He cares a great deal um, <clears throat> about the relationship that I want to develop with them so yeah. thank you okay. So, Erin, I hope that you know this. Um, (laughs) At the end of my podcast, I ask um, a couple of questions. Okay. The first one is called People, Places, Things. And I want you to just tell us about a person, a place, or a thing that has your attention right now. Okay.
1: It's a thing, and it's trees. And I know that sounds crazy. Ah. But we just moved in December, and so we're doing our landscape in the front. And I have been... Ah trying to decide on two trees to put on either side of the sidewalk and I can't decide so I've been driving around neighborhoods looking for what I like looking in gardening books so that has been taking a lot of my time
0: and attention Uh lately (laughs) that's so fascinating you're not gonna believe this but I'm actually working I have in my notes on my phone I want to do a podcast about trees oh funny there you go. Shut up. No, it's true. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm a huge of- tree fan. Here's my here's my suggestion, and I don't know what grows well in Arizona, and what not not very happen. much. <laughs> not very much, right? Yeah. I, you need a tree that will show you the seasons. Okay. There you go. That's my joy. Like I walk out, and I have a couple trees that, if not in my yard or on my walk, you know what I mean. I yeah. just love when they when they reflect the seasons of the year. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm yeah, sure I- you have. Some limitations, but you yes. also have beautiful—I mean, beautiful stuff in Arizona. I didn't—I didn't really know that until I visited. Um, actually, my son was married in Arizona, and oh, right. when we came down for the wedding. He—we um, stayed with some friends, and I went on an early morning walk, and I was blown away at how beautiful Arizona was. And I yeah. don't know that I would have admitted that before, because <laughs> I'm a real Washingtonian girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Where it's very green and trees and mountains. Right. And it's a different pretty.
1: Yeah. It's a different pretty, but
0: it's really, really pretty. Yes, uh, it I love it. Okay, well, good luck with your tree selection. <laughs> thank you, thank um, you. My final question is: I want you to fill in the blank. I have exactly enough time for.
1: Okay, I have exactly enough time for whatever is important to me. Mm-hmm. I think if it's important to me, I'll make it a priority and I'll find time mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I run for exercise, and I've heard from, you know, a couple people, Oh, I wish I had time to run. And I just want to say, well, you do, you know, I, I wake Mm -hmm. up early and before, you know, school was canceled and everything. I was, my feet hit the pavement by 5.00 AM. It's just (gasps) a sacrifice. You know, if you want to do it, you'll find time to do it. And, you know, I say the same thing about, Oh, I wish I had time to learn how to sew. Well, you know what I do, (laughs) but it must not be too much of a priority because I haven't made the time, but I think I have exactly enough time
0: to do whatever is important to me. Well, that's the whole reason I have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, it, that was, it was a message that I heard at the exact right moment in my life. And it has been a, a personal mantra and just guiding, you know, guidance for yep. me and exactly the way you describe it. Um, yeah. So whether it's 5.00 AM running, you go, go mom, <laughs> Talk about go mom. You know, yeah. or, or whatever it is. I think we do. And and priorities will will ebb and flow in our yes. lives. There'll be mm-hmm. some seasons where things are priorities and then they have to fall away for a little while and then they can come back. Right. Yeah. But um, but I love that. So thank you. Thank you, Erin. Thank you for being my friend. Uh, even though we don't get to talk, I just want you to know that you have an adoring fan in Washington <laughs> State. And I just have appreciated so much your time and your curation and your effort in continuing to bring uh, me the inspiration that I find on uh, Motherhood Magnified. So, if you guys wanna follow Erin right on Instagram, it's at Motherhood Magnified. Of course, I will put a link in the show notes, but I just appreciate you. You're Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Stacey. So many nuggets of wisdom and insight. And I love that Erin reminded us this weekend to remember and focus on our own mothers and to give thanks for, and maybe even forgive if necessary, the women who in all of their imperfections chose to bring us into this world. And just so you know, I did create a PDF with that awesome quote on it. You can download it at stacyjulian.com and you can see a picture of the trees that Erin chose for her front yard also in the show notes. One more thing, I am publishing this episode on my birthday. I am officially halfway between 50 and 60. What? (laughs) Oh gosh, I appreciate you so much, the fact that you are listening. If you appreciate what I am creating, then you can give me a sweet birthday present. Do you know what I want? I want you to leave me a review on iTunes. Thank you. And have a fabulous Mother's Day. I will be back next week with another episode of Exactly Enough Time. You were a
1: good mom. You did really good. Thank you, mom. I love you, mom.
0: Hey Chelsea, if moms got paid, how much do you think they should get paid in a year for being a mom? Maybe a hundred dollars?